Welcome, welcome back to another week, everyone, of Fresh Prince ATX Live. As always, I am your host, Fresh, and we're going to get into a quick recap and everything from last from last week's show and everything that we got going on this week and who we have in the studio this week. So um, let's get to it, man. Let's get to it. Last week, mm, excuse me, I played. Uh, I had the interview. Uh, uh, with Tevin Lace Shed and Yendis SD of Laced Backs, the homegrown hat brand here in Austin. These guys are doing some real nice, innovative, great, creative things with hats. They are switching it up, switching up the style, making it uniquely theirs and yours. It's making it to where you can make it uniquely yours when you wear the hat. Um, I'm going to go ahead and cop me a couple joints, man. You know, try to get a little something of myself popping off with those. I already talked to uh to Tevin about that. So uh he ready whenever I'm ready. I'm just trying to get ready. But um yeah. It's uh it's, it's, it's early voting has started and there has been a huge turnout in the state of Texas. Everyone knows if you don't know by now Texas is light pink which means Texas is a swing state. We swinging baby. We swinging big in part to the uh the I don't really like saying Hispanic so I'm not going to really used the word that that word the latino community within the state of texas and how they've been shunned by the republican party specifically donald trump saying he's going to deport them and basically build a wall to keep them out they aren't too happy about that so they are really voting democrat or necessarily not voting republican so um in a couple i'm not gonna say a couple that's that's two years that's that's a little i say like within the next four or five, maybe somewhere between five to ten years, Texas is going to be, it's going to be full-on blue. It's going to be full-on blue. Um, well, by the next election, Texas may be dark purple. So um, we swing it, man. We swing it. And it's, it's a great thing to really see the shift in in the voting and, and the third, one-third population of the Latinos here in in this in this state is a beautiful thing for for me and I think for a lot of other people because it means we probably could get some real things changed and some real progress here within the state of Texas. But um, this week, get to what I have this week. This week, uh, I'm going to play another interview that I already had recorded. I, I this guy, this is going to be the first of probably a lot of a few interviews that come from people that have nothing to do with the city of Austin. And uh, other than coming here and performing for South by Southwest. But um, I have New Orleans Royal, let me, let me rephrase this, emerging rising star, rap star from New Orleans, Alfred Banks. This guy is really, really blowing up the scene right now They're on the internet, he's hot. Um, when I recorded this interview, he had just performed at A3C, Music festival in Atlanta, Georgia. This was like the week that weekend. I, I did this on like, I think a Monday. Um, so 
Yeah, he talks about that performing, everything he has coming up, his, his new project that's getting ready to, uh, he's working on, it's going to be coming out real soon. And uh, also being an advocate for mental illness due to circumstances with a very close family member of his. I'm not going to get too deep into it. I'll really let y'all listen to an interview and let y'all hear this brother speak. Alfred Banks, uh, want to follow him at Twitter, at Underdog Central. As always, y'all can follow me on Twitter at Fresh underscore Night. Follow just FPATX in general at FPATX. And y'all can follow me on Instagram, Fresh X Night, all one word. Um, that's about it. That's really about it, every, ladies and gentlemen. So uh, I'm going to sit back, relax, get your, your drink, your food ready, your whatever, your computer up, turned on, get your phone positioned, get it plugged up to the uh, your Bluetooth wireless speaker or what have you so you can really, really hear the interview and enjoy it. This is my interview with New Orleans rap rising New Orleans rapper Alfred Banks. Enjoy. Heading out for a night on the town and don't want to drive or you're out late and been drinking? Well, problem solved. Download the Fair app. Fair is the new premier rideshare company in the city of Austin. With the exit of Uber and Lyft, Fair has come in and filled the void, providing safe, inexpensive, quick rides to everyone. Use code FPATX for 10% off your rides. Once again, that's Fair, F-A-R-E, and use code FPATX for 10% off your rides. Stay safe, and as always, stay fresh. All right, everybody, we are back with FPATX Live. As promised, I got a special guest in the house. Uh, via via phone call, I got the one Alfred Banks straight out of New Orleans, Louisiana. What's up, Alfred? I'm doing pretty good today, man. How about you? I'm good, man. I got you know the day off from work, so you know I'm relaxing. Yeah, it's easy, to totally understand. So uh, let's just jump right into it, man. A3C was this past weekend. Uh, I saw that you were out there. So how was A3C this year? It was pretty cool, man. Um, it was very interesting. It was one of those A3Cs that hopefully we can bounce back from next year. Uh wasn't exactly what I expected, uh, but the shows were pretty good. Still good energy. Um, and I got to meet up with a couple of the homies. Uh, my man Marco Pave, my man uh, my man Pro, uh, my homeboy, uh, uh, that was my man in City Chronicles and stuff like that. So that was really cool overall. I got to hang out with my man Marcel B. Black, who I went out there with. And uh, so that was super cool. Um, Atlanta's a really, Atlanta's a, a weird city. It's one of those cities where, you know, if uh, it's a city full of rappers, it's a city full of creators. So everybody kind of has their own, like, um, how do you say, uh, thing that they're trying to get accomplished as well. They have their own goals. So it's more one of the most goal-oriented oriented cities I've ever been to. So, you know, sometimes it, the attention span can be a little bit shorter than, than I would hope and imagine. But overall, still pretty good, had a lot of fun, and I can't wait to go back and show. That's what's up. So you performed this year, right? Yeah, man, I had two shows out there. That's what's up, man. So after A3C, what is, what are, what is something that you're mostly focused on now? Uh, you talking about what I have coming up? Yeah. Well, I have a couple gigs. Um... Uh, here in New Orleans, I'm doing the uh, uh, October 13th. I'm at the Holland Wolf Gear. I hate to date this, but October 13th, I'm here in New Orleans at um, the Holland Wolf. Me and a couple other guys, a couple of local guys, are doing uh, like a big show, which is really cool. 
Um, there's a thing called the NOLA Music Awards. Uh, it's a big award show here in New Orleans. I'm doing like a quick set there um, at the Sanger Theater, which is super cool. Um, I have a show in Mobile, <coughs> Mobile Alabama coming up really soon, um, next week actually. So I'm excited about that. So yeah, we have a couple things coming up. Um, it's really just, you know, promoting this album. Uh, we're going to start album promotion somewhere in January. But uh, for the immediate, it's going to be a bunch of shows. We have about six shows we got coming up just to kind of keep the ball rolling. Okay, man, that's what's up. Um, so being from New Orleans, do you kind of feel like um, – you're always putting a certain box to like sound a certain way or come off a certain way, seeing as you have like the Master P and the No Limit and the Baby and the Lil Wayne and the Juvenile and all the cash money and currency. Do you feel like people kind of put you in a box to sound similar to those artists yeah. that have come before you? <laughs> not, not really sound-wise. Uh, I mean, uh, you know, there are people that do expect a certain, you know, a, they do expect a certain sound from you. But it's not something that I feel like is a, is a, is a hindrance of any sort, you know what I mean? Like, for me, um, uh, it's more of the hustle, the grind that I have to keep up with. Uh, I think people like Master P and, uh, you know, Cash Money and all these guys, they, they, they came up with a great formula that I have to kind of keep the reputation for. You know what I'm saying? Like, that work ethic, that grind, that type of deal. You cannot come from the South. You can't come from New Orleans and not have a strong work ethic. You know what I mean? So with that in mind, I have to kind of just keep grinding. I have to keep working. I have to keep making, uh, you know, making moves and things like that. And, uh, you know, with that, with that type of idea in mind, I feel like that's the only way that I, there's like a level that I have to kind of keep up with the box that I'm putting. Not really music is more the grind and work ethic. Okay, that's understandable. Um... So with Complex like recently making the list and naming you one of the ten rappers out of New Orleans to watch, how did that make you feel to, I don't want to say finally, but for a outlet like Complex to acknowledge you and let people know like, hey, this is the guy to watch. Y'all need to be paying attention. It was super cool, man. Uh, you know, backstory on that. I was uh, I was on tour with my man Facts at the time, and uh, we was in we were uh, we had just did a show in Boston. And we weren't seeing eye to eye at the time. We had like a big argument. And uh, so my, my morale was a little low. And then I get an email, I'm sorry, I get a, uh, a Twitter notification from my phone, like blew up. Uh, my Twitter blew up, my Instagram blew up, Facebook blew the works. And uh, when I saw that, that kind of like made my day. And later that night I did a show in New York and uh, Big venue was packed. It was super cool. So that that was like one of those perfect days for like a hip hop artist. Um, I had so much fun. That was a big moment for me. I was one of at the time the biggest star that I've ever featured on. You know what I mean? And it meant a lot to me because coming from New Orleans, you know, you know, whether people want to you know acknowledge it or not, I represent you know, everywhere you go, wherever you're from, you are a representative of your city uh, or where you're from. And for a, a, a major outlet like Complex to give me that type of acknowledgement that the work that I was putting in um, was all in good faith, you know, all, all for a reason. So I was super excited. Uh, Shouts to Complex for that. That was big. All my family was excited for it. So that was, that was a real good moment. And it was the beginning of a lot of good things that were to happen in the future. That's what's up. I'm glad it, it worked out for you and it kind of helped push your name out there a bit more. So with gaining that, that speed, with gaining that traction, 
what are you looking to do with that? Like an album coming or just keep grinding and doing shows or uh well but well, once the complex thing happened, you know, we had a couple things happening that meanwhile, uh, Revolt T V did this competition which is called the other uh, local love tour. Um, they, they they went to a tour of about five different cities and uh, you know, they I, I won the competition that they had, so it was kinda like I didn't even know it was a competition when I when I competed uh, in it. It was just something that a bunch of people told me to submit for and I submitted for it and I won. So uh, I was featured on Revolt TV um, in 2015. I did a performance last year in the people, which was a really big thing because that was my first time on national television, so that was cool. Um, and then from there, uh, you know, did my first national tour with Mickey Fax. We did 15 days. And then uh, I headlined my very first tour by myself, which was about a uh, 17 show. So that was super cool. And um, there, I was, uh, I became the, uh, the, the face of this, con- this campaign European campaign for Volkswagen. So if you go online and go to underdogcentral.com, you'll actually be able to see my Volkswagen commercial that we did. It's like a full, full commercial. It was an online campaign that did really well. I want to say we had about, uh, in total, about 800,000 views on the video, on the commercial, which is super cool. Um, I actually just came back from Germany. Uh, we did uh, a couple of shows out there, so that was really cool. Shout to Volkswagen and Blue Audio for bringing me out there. That was super cool. Um, so yeah, man, uh, with all of those things that I've been able to accomplish, it's a new album. Um, the new album is called The Beautiful. Uh, we'll be dropping that top of 2017. Um, the album talks about like mental illness. Um, it's a concept record. Uh, my oldest brother, you know, Landis Banks, he passed away in March 20, 2014. Uh, he suffered from schizophrenia and committed suicide. So that was a real uh, detrimental moment for me in my life because my brother meant a lot to me. So, I, you know, the day of his funeral, I actually had to leave his funeral early because I had a show that night. And so that was a really emotional moment that I'd never forgotten, so I wrote an album about it. And uh, the concept of the album pretty much takes place from that car ride from the funeral to the show. You know what I mean? And so I put, I've been working on it for about two years now, and I'm super excited to finally see it come out. Can't wait to see what the reactions are. You know what I mean? I'm um, super excited about the album, man. It's like my best work to date. And just, you know, can't wait to put it out to see what people think. Yeah, that's dope. Um, so what you're saying that, that your brother, you know, suffered from schizophrenia is yes. mental health, something that you really want to push awareness for? Because from what I've seen online, it seems like a lot more people are being a lot more aware and conscious of the ills of mental health, whether it's schizophrenia, bipolarism, depression, anxiety. So is that something that you want to push? Yes, it is. Um, it's something I totally want to uh, raise awareness for. I started really uh, putting it into my music in 2014, really like thinking about, you know, because as selfish as it may sound, losing my brothers would really make me realize that this thing is serious. It's something that should be, that people should know about and think about, you know what I mean? Because in hip hop, you know, mental uh, illness isn't really the coolest topic to talk about, quote unquote, you know what I mean? So it's not really like damn and taboo in a sense. If you remember what happened with Troy Ave. And uh, uh, my man from Pro Era, the guy who committed suicide, mm-hmm. and uh, he, he like like ridiculed. Uh, I want to say his name was uh, I, I don't want to mispronounce his name. You know, rest you know, made a dead rest, but um, he pretty much made fun of him. And you know, making fun of the man, he can't defend himself because he's gone. And so that type of thing like angered me and it made me go, you know, in hip hop we should be able to talk about this type of thing without feeling, you know, we should be able to talk about things like this without feeling, um, you know. Uh, I guess 
and that is a taboo subject. You know, it's just like any other thing that we discuss. So yeah, I, I do want to bring more attention to um, to mental illness in the African American community. You know what I'm saying? That's like one of my main goals. Um, I want people to understand that it's something we need to discuss. You shouldn't feel ashamed about discussing. Right? So yeah, that's totally the thing that I want to do. And kudos to like Buddy, you know, for going through what he's going through, but being strong enough to like pretty much put it out in the open and say, hey, I am struggling with this thing. I need to get myself right. And I think him more than ever now, he brought up this conversation. And now people are truly talking about it. And I can't wait to add to the conversation with my spouse. That's what's up, man. I- I'm-, I'm glad to hear that it's an artist who can be conscious of those things and aware of those things that these things, these type of discussions need to happen and hip hop is the place that we can have these conversations. So speaking of of that, what is your thoughts on the current state of hip hop? Because you know, some people don't like the way, the direction that it's been going with these quote unquote mumble rappers and everybody think today you should be focused more on lyricism. So how do you feel about the direction hip hop is going currently. I mean, well, uh, to be honest, you know, this conversation has been happening for about pretty much since hip hop was created. You right. Know, when, when Curtis, when Curtis Blow came out, or when you know, uh, uh, was it five, not five star Freddy, uh I forgot the, the first group with the nineties or the breaks. But either way, like one of the you know some of the first hip hop songs that would come out. He was like, man, that's gibberish, that genre won't last long, things like that. We obviously made it past that. And then people are like, oh, the hip-hop's too good, it's too gangster, you need to, you know, more clean rap, whatever the case. Um, so every, 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 every year, you know, even in 2009, my favorite, one of my favorite years in hip-hop was like Kid Cudi, Wale, B.O.B., Mickey Fax, Asher Raw, Charles Hamilton. People were like, man, this, this internet's gonna kill hip-hop, man, you know, why we, we need to start work, you know, buying CDs again and not, you know, things like that. So... There's always been gripes with hip hop, and now you know it's right back to another conversation with, with the quality. You know, I'm all for people getting money. You know what I'm saying? Um, that's what that's what we do it for is to, is to get this bread. So if you get money, do your thing. So I don't really have a problem with people create. You know, whatever you whatever you create, whatever's genuine to you, whatever comes from your heart, you do your thing. The only problem that I have is when people don't like to acknowledge the past. That's my only issue with some of right. these guys that are out. People, you know, make fun of saw a video of a rapper making fun of Tupac, you know what I'm saying, saying Drake was a better rapper than Tupac, and it's like, man, like, or, you know, those old, nobody want to spin on their head on cardboard no more, man, it's a new day, we trying to get turned, trying to get turned, that may be the case, but it's like, come on, be like, don't disrespect people who literally carved the lane for you to be able to be the street, you know what I mean, I think that's the issue that a lot, that, that I have. Not even really what cats make is just the complete disregard they have of the history of, 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 of hip hop. You know what I'm saying? So that's you know. So I don't I don't have a problem with cats. You know, if you want to fumble, you want to sing rap, you want to auto. I don't give a damn. You do your thing, get your fans, make your money. Just don't disrespect them. Don't disrespect the history. Yeah, I mean that's that's pretty much what I. That's what's up. I, I was having a conversation with uh, O, who I met you through, and we were having the same conversation. Like, just don't had a blatant disrespect to disrespect those that came before you that paved the way for you to do what it is that you do. Exactly. So, yeah, I, I can definitely agree with that. So, keeping yeah, in keeping in the conversation of hip-hop, who are some of the people who influence you to rap? Um, well, over, over the years, um, when I first came out of the gate, um, my man, uh, Lupe Fiasco, pretty much was 
cook, end all be all for me. You know, first guy I ever heard rap though was Red Man. Uh, his first album, Muddy Waters, the first hip hop album I ever heard shows my age. Um, but uh, yeah, Lupe was the end all be all. Then when I got a little bit older, Charles Hamilton became um, a very, very pivotal um, creator in my, I guess, my whole path of hip hop. And I, I really got on Mickey Facts. That's a big homie right there. So I, I really, and I rock with him to this day. I rock with Mickey Facts. Um, my man, MF Doom. I don't know him personally at all, but his music is incredible. Um, he's a dope MC. You know, those guys. And but, but lately, man, a lot of the guys that I like are underground rappers. Um, like completely underground. You may not even know who they are. Um, my man, Marcel Black, uh, out of Bad Rouge. My man, Shoot Universal. He's my OG. Um, my man, Lyric Kill. Those guys, those are the guys who, you know, make me step my game up. And they're like my man, Marco Pave, out of Memphis. He's doing his thing right now. My man, Mastermind, out of St. Louis. Uh, my guy, Hugh Augustine, out of L.A. He's uh, recently on the Isaiah Rashad record, so he's starting to really blow up, which is super cool to see. I went to college with my man. And so these are the guys that really uh, give me the inspiration and want to really make my music doper and keep my sword sharp. Okay, all right. That's that's what's up, man. Um, some of those guys that, I, that you named later on the underground cast, I'm going to go after this and, and check them out, Google them. See what I can find. Listen, listen to him and all of that, man. Yeah, man. Um, I tell you this: uh, Tree Universal is the guy that got me um, into hip hop. He literally booked me for my first show, so that's my OG. Marcel is a big homie. He's pretty much the king of hip hop out of Baton Rouge. That's the big homie right there. Obviously, if you Google Mickey Facts, you'll, you'll see what he's done, former WXL freshman and stuff like that. So all those, and Hugh Augustine. Just go listen to Isaiah Rashad's latest project. Um, he's, I want to say, on track three. Um, so that's, that's super cool. And so forth and so on. Yeah, check him out, man. My homie, Michael Fabio, all those guys. All right, man. I, I definitely check him out. And I do have Isaiah Rashad's album. And I'm very well versed with, uh, with Mickey Fax. So, yeah. I know, I, I know a couple. Yeah, man. That's tight, man. Stay on your, stay on your toes, man. Sure. Yeah. So, um, before we get out of here, man, let everybody know where they can find you, where they can find all your music at, and your social media handles and everything. Okay, well, pretty much everything for Alfred Banks is underdogcentral.com. Underdog Central, all one word, the exact way you spell that, uh, no space, Underdog Central. And then, uh, you know, on Twitter, it's uh, Underdog Central, uh, all one word. Instagram, same thing. Facebook, facebook.com slash uh, Underdog Central, all of that. So my, name, my rap name is Alfred Banks, but if you search Underdog Central, you pretty much find me on every social network that you're on. Man. All righty, man. Uh, Alfred, I appreciate you, you know, having the time, carving the time out of your day to sit down and have this talk with me, man. No doubt. Thank you for the opportunity, man. No problem. No doubt, one. What? All right, everybody, that was Alfred Banks calling live from... New Orleans, the 504. So uh, y'all enjoy the rest of y'all day, man. Peace.